It's your boy Andrew Rice, and I'm hosting this week. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James J. Miles. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Monster Mash. And this week we'll be hunting the Cephedrome. <laughs> For these are cephalos herds, these individuals are set apart by their larger size and hard black scales. Like their smaller counterparts, they have excellent hearing, making them sensitive to loud noises. Their fins also secrete a paralytic agent. A stunning monster. Oofed. <laughs> Hunt's knocking out the part tonight, boys! <laughs> <laughs> on the goal, on the ball, I'm That's not even right in a moss on our sense, though, because stunning paralysis is completely different. Condition, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Plus, you know, he's not even very good at being, like, dealing out any paralysis, is he? Like, did anyone get paralysed in that last hunt? Yep, not twice. in the hunt, no, but he definitely does it. Like, usually, really? see when, he, when he goes underground and jumps out, if you're caught underneath him when he jumps out of the ground, that's when he paralyzes you. I did not realize that. It's just yeah. fins, I think isn't it? We had this exact conversation in the Gendrome episode. <laughs> we did. But I mean, with the Gendrome, we <laughs> know, like, Gendrome, we often get paralyzed. Like, it's something I often have happened to me because he's an aggressive little bastard. I think I think that's the only attack that you can get you, the Cephedrome can get you with, mm. that paralyzes you. I think he's say, saying that it comes from his fins. Like, you'd, you'd think he could you a little bit more than just jumping out the ground but well, I think that is the only attack where he probably hits you with his big thing on his back it'd be, it'd be way more interesting if he paralyses you with these tail swipes that he does it'd be way more annoying as well Wait, but yeah of course but makes he's too much like plethy off like for me yeah he's got like the big hip check as well that he does isn't he um, which so can knock chunks of you he's effectively at least kind of double I'm assuming plethy off came first I mean he's got um, a, lot, a lot less attacks the... but... Cephedrome was in the very first month, Hunter. Yep, I was about to bring that up there. He was in um, oh, a desert so area. Why he the reskin there? He was, I think, an urgent quest in the very first month, Hunter, as well. And he was, I think he was kind of more, a bit more beefed up. I think he, uh, the Cephalosses were kind of like swarmed you, much like a Velocidrone did. And they just he's thrown at the sand and jumping in, so it was like, hard to get hits on him. Yeah, it's worth. Um, in this one, like... It calls him the leader of the Cephalos, but they don't really seem to interact that much. No, he's just kind of there, going about his business. Whereas, you know, with the Lost Drome, as you said last time, like what the Gendrome, um, they're part of the fight, the Gameplay. Yeah. Um, whereas the um, Cephaloses, also, 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 are not um, really part of the fight. They're just, you know, occasionally you'll kill one while you're, while you're going for the Cephalos. Yeah, can I, I kind of get the feeling the that kind of get the feeling that Capcom forgot? about Cephedrome, like, entirely until 4 Ultimate came out. I don't really blame them. just like, oh, just like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, um, he was in 1 and 2, but not in any of the third, like, Monster Hunter 3. From, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't play a lot of 3, and I've not played 1 and 2 at all. That's, but what what I can that's gather, why I think they kind of forgot about him, because he was out early. I think they made a deliberate effort in Monster Hunter 3 to, like, not include too many old monsters, like Pokemon did in black and white, and then with 4 and Gen 4, they started bringing them back. Uh, generations obviously are the best of anyway yeah and there is the some people do say as well that each kind of numbered monster hunter game works on like a season like type of thing so like winter summer and so okay. on like so monsters only appear at certain periods of time mm. which is a different exception is generations because it's kind of like a best of and they're mm-hmm. yeah. which is why you kind of get so that would make sense why you had four fated four then 
like uh, represent a season each. Spring would be yeah, Astolos. Like Spring's be... got to be Mizu, surely. I would say Mizu was more. Ah, yeah, okay. Spring like area, isn't it? Yeah. No, I like that. Okay. I like summer, that. summer will be glad be enough. Yeah, of course. Than winter gamma, so I guess. Please We're ruining content for future episodes. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> Save this quality content back. We're so talking you're going about... to save it till the fourth of the Fated Four? Because otherwise yes. I'll be spoiling the rest of the Fated Four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll just kind of bring it up again and I'm like, oh yeah, there's some people who have the opinion that each game is based off a relative like, season. Oh, is that so? I've not heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the Cephadrome, because he's, he's very interesting, there's a lot to say about him. <laughs> a hammerhead sand shark. I think yeah, one of the most annoying monsters in the game to fight because he's got that paralysis we kind of touched on as well. But he just spends a lot of time burrowed under the sand, yeah. and I don't know like if the sonic bombs don't work on him as often as they do, or, like with the cephalosis. I, I think it was a case that you got kind of unlucky with one of them because obviously you're not doing yeah. well out the ground with the. Arrows I think cephalosis tends to just go into rage mode a hell of a lot quicker than the normal at most. Does he so immune like, to them when he's enraged? So when you're, yeah, when you're enraged, like most monsters are immune to, like sonic bombs. So, it's interesting. Yeah, obviously, the cephalos, as far as small monsters go, are pretty big. Yeah. Um, like they look like they're going to be like pretty hard to fight, but obviously they just take as many hits as a normal, you know, gameplay or something. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't for them being like a a lighter color than the cephadrome, like you would kind of. Get them confused. I have been on a different hunt and like seen a Cephalos and thought, oh shit, and then I've realised what it is and like, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. I think um, out of but, all the kind of drones, they're probably the most that's like their smaller counterpart. Yeah, well, it's interesting you say that. They're the only big monster with no unique cards. Really? Yeah. Well, then you can get from a Cephadrome, you can get from a Cephalos. That's very true. Yeah, all the all the stuff you get from the Cephadrome, it calls it like Cephalos scale Cephalos. And also, the Cephalos is the only small monster that you can damage. Can you really? Can you break stuff up? You can break the fins, but it doesn't affect your carves or anything. It's just (laughs) the visual thing. Hmm. Were you saying that when you sometimes when you carve the Cephadrome, you actually get Cephalos parts off it? Every time you carve a Cephadrome, you get Cephalos parts. Ah. I was wondering if it was going to be like something similar, like the the Rathian and the Rathalos, because sometimes like Cosdorvas, those are the king and queen of the skies, and obviously they. They interact with each other a whole lot. Sometimes you get like a, a Rathalos claw or something off a Rathian. Yeah, no, the Sepha, the Cephalos, so like drove is just a big Cephalos, so you get all the same cards. And like all the little things like that make me wonder if they were quite early in development before they'd fully decided how the like big monster, small monster was going to work. You'd reckon so, especially yeah. being the I first. I think so. Yeah, that's in the, the first game. Yeah. It's quite early in the first game, I think. So yeah, he's just a. Before they decided they were going to like properly divide them into two different monsters. If they just kept it for posterity's sake, rather than you know just. Well, they're not going to change it now, are they? Well, it's just yeah. renames and translations and stuff, isn't it? It's hardly like. If I remember rightly, it's the second urgent quest in the first Monster Hunter game, after the Vosid Room. So. So uh, uh, yeah, pretty early in development, I imagine. So, can you guess what the name of Cephadrome means? Sand shark. No. Well, obviously, we know that Drome is like leader of the pack or whatever. Yeah. Seph, or Sepha, it's just Latin, and it means head. <laughs> so he's just he head, head leader. That's, that's what I'm going to call Sepha Drome from now on, just heed. Like, Cephalos has got a big head, and then Sepha Drome is the boss of the big head, and that's it. 
<laughs> I'll read the West Circle Big Heads. That is some sweet, sweet. <laughs> oh, here comes a big head, watch it. <laughs> that is his main feature, he's got a big head, but. Mm-hmm. A crap name, I thought, isn't it? <laughs> so, are, are sand sharks real? Like, do do they exist in the world? Like, because like I know there's, um, what's the Pokemon that's based off it? Oh, um, Garchomp. Garchomp, that's the one. He's a sand shark as well, isn't he? he? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said that because I was oh. going to switch to this chat anyway. <laughs> oh, there we are. <laughs> On the uh, um, <laughs> segue, right, there, there is no such thing as a proper big monster that um swims through the sand. The Sand shark is a thing, but it's just a yellow shark. And it yeah. doesn't go at all. Of course, it's called that's why they call it a sand shark. But, is, um, it, is it like burying the sand or anything? Is it literally just not that. It's underwater, not like on a beach or anything. Well, no, because like, there is sand under the water. I don't know if you know about that. Yeah. I think um, I, I, that's what I said. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, fish sure, are known to burrow under the sand, aren't they? Like, that's how they lay their babies and all that shit. Yeah, they might do a bit of that, but like not on land. There's nothing like that. Got I've always breathe. liked sand burrow monsters because I read June when I was very little. It has the sandworms. Oh, yeah. Well, I've not read it, but I'm aware of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... Like, when you're in Monsanto 4 and you've got the gender R, wherever you pronounce it, like, he's properly a sandworm. He's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, like, all these various just, like, sand monsters. You get them in, like, Zelda and Metroid as well. Yes. They're just sort of riffing on that. I don't think it's based on any real animal. Raboids from Tremors. Yeah. Um, just... There is, like, a mythical animal in Mongolia, the sandworm or sand shark or something. But, like, it's never been proven to exist. So it's, it's literally just a fictional thing which happens to be in a lot of well, Japanese worms games. Worms definitely go through sand. Like, you get no, but like proper big monsters. Big, you know. big, big ones, like the bloody fresher moths. Oh, right, okay. Uh, that's a fact. Yeah, we're a weird like, little worms. W- worms definitely go through sand, mate. What are you I'm just reading about the, the actual, the real life sand shark. He says like it'd be a really interesting fight in Monsanto. Listen to this. The sand shark has a unique hunting strategy. It is able to gulp air from above the surface and collect the air in its stomach. Sounds, this enables uh, them to become buoyant suspicious. and approach their prey virtually motionless. Yeah, it's like Sans Rios. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's kind of, he kind of bloats himself up, doesn't he? And I probably yeah, use that for the basis of him. Yeah, well, well, there's uh, something to keep in mind for your Zamtrios episode there. Well, you guys keep spoiling future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what does everyone think? without spoiling. It's also quite stuff. hard to spend 15 minutes talking about the fucking Sephardra. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Poor bastard. Amen. Mate, I came first, man, but he's always the re- he's always he'll always be the least kind of a plesios to me. Like, in terms of like the monsters you fight in the desert, I think he's like absolutely outclassed. By the uh, nipple snarf. Oh god, yeah. Like nipple snarf is like same sort of idea in fight, but infinitely more interesting. Well, oh, no, see, so you get similar things with the Diablos and Monoblos as well. It's it's just uh, not, not the, the problem is is he's just very generic. He, he's a very simple fight, but that's why he's with the drones, isn't he? He he is a basic yeah. monster. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't got he the special also, moves. He looks like he was designed flat, and then they just plonk the legs on at the end. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does look very goofy, doesn't he? But then that's the same with the police. We like they initially intended him to be like a snake of some sort, and then they just realised that they wouldn't get 
get it to work properly, and they're like, nah, I put some legs yeah, on them. Kept... Again, like, like, when we spoke about the build drum, mentioned the build drum's kind of like a comedy monster, when the Sever drum jumps out the sand and just kind of wriggles there. Like, that's quite funny as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got some pretty amusing animations. Uh, I read an interview with like about the design of the monsters, and they say they always try and make the early monsters comical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you're not too intimidated at the start, and then like as you unlock harder and harder monsters, they get cooler and cooler and have less goofy moments. Yeah, I like that. Like, I agree there's with that. definitely a lot of goofiness with this guy. Oh yeah, he's nice. got a lot of time he for. He really got the shot. We got a big heat for starters. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that means the nibble staff got a bit shafted because he looks fucking ridiculous, and he's not an early game monster. <laughs> but he's a whole different kind of ridiculous. He's like. He's so stupid, it's almost scary. <laughs> is, is that the idea of the Attack on Titan titans as well? Cause I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, shocked. they're terrifying, because you look at them and it's no, like, that's kind I of stupid. I just laugh at them. Yeah, you won't I'm be laughing when they're eating your mum, will you? I'm not going to eat my mum, because it's not fucking real, so... <laughs> <laughs> Did any of you see my tweet about my Attack on Titan birthday party I want to have? No. No. I want to make a load of, like, you know, vodka jelly. Yeah. Like, made a lo- make a load of jelly babies out of that, hide them around a model village, and then just, like, we all turn up naked and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Although, well, Matt made an interesting point, which is that you couldn't be completely naked because the Titans don't have mads. Oh, shit, true. Unless, you know, we'll you... will get more suits. You, you tuck and run. Look, <laughs> 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 mommy, I'm a girl. <laughs> Give us, give us the likes on. Uh, are we on Facebook? No. no, I haven't done a Facebook yet. Maybe I should. Yeah, well, give, give us the likes anyway. Uh, follow us at Monster Mash Pod. Just and don't care if we get any fans. Andyman nine four nine pictures of you tucking your dick between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. I <laughs> I endorse this uh, this message. It's fine, Andy. You're not actually going to get any dick pics. So I'm quite sick this week. I know that's the case. Um, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. But next week, join us. We'll be behind the text of Cabra. Wee. Thanks for listening. See ya. Still doing like crappy weapons as well, or just. Um, I think still, yeah, because Severdrum's still kind of a low-level monster, isn't it? So... Yeah, it's done harder than it. Also pretty sick, so this is a... It's been a good night all round. How's my base defense slowing, you guys? Like I said, it's probably just not the best cut to uh, me dying. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, I've not got a paralysis weapon. Why is it paralyzed? <laughs> yeah, I've got a paralysis switch axe. I've got a paralysis longsword. Together with the paralysis bros. No. No? <laughs> That's not our tag team name. Oh, what is it? The um... Scottish Twats. <laughs> I'm not Scottish, <laughs> it's not gonna work. Oh. The... Oh fuck. Paralysis <laughs> <laughs> <Paranasis> Bros! <laughs> <laughs> The stunning southern Scottish Ooh. connection. <laughs> where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? He's there. Big fucking fish with legs. There's a plenty of.
Like fucking sandfish with legs. I don't know if you're in your um like your death cam there, like where you got to see the monster dying, like it clipped to the world for me. So I got to see like yep. the the black underworld. The, the black underworld, the abyss. Oh shit man. You saying the hyper monsters are just infected with the abyss? Yeah, they're just snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to guests coming back next week! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>